face. Trump's winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. At the mercy of a game where the codes is missing. When the CEO's blinded by the glow, is different. Hey. Believe in myself and the codes and Kendricks. Let the sock puppets play in the world. Remember Will Smith. Hey, it's your boy GB, man. How you doing? It's what, uh, Daddy Day Out podcast, man. This is what, episode five, cinco. It's your boy, GB. Your boy, B. Man, it's number one. Yeah. Uno, you know what I'm saying? It's number five, Daddy's Day Out, man. We just want to say before we start this podcast that we truly appreciate everyone that's been listening. I don't know about you, B, but this week I've been getting a lot of great feedback. Um, one of my homeboys called me. Matter of fact, my brother called me this morning. Talked to me uh, for about an hour, explaining that um, he really happy, proud. He like our cohesion. He like how we stick to a lot of the great topics. He like our transition, our flow. So I'll shout out to my brother, you know what I mean? Because yeah, that was shout dope. Out, shout yeah, out. man, that was real dope, real dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also want to shout out uh, Sheila, you know, Lyric Treats on Facebook. She oh, made yeah. this hoodie. Look at the hoodie. Look at the hoodie. Saying, hey. this, you know, this custom, you know what I'm saying? Holler on Facebook. I definitely want to give a shout out. You know, much love to everybody out there. Um, we just enjoying enjoying our path. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we been doing good, huh? Yeah, and yeah. it's it's new, man. It's new to me. Uh, it's something that's got me out of my zone. I'm 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 acting different. I'm pushing yeah. different. Hey, talk, talking different. Talk huh? different. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I like that. <laughs> I just, that confidence I just, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It, it's always been there. It just gotta come out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's it's just it it's the yin and yang and push and pull method, right? Like yeah. I always tell you, you bring out a lot of different things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, since I met you, that that made me look at things different, do things different, and then I think vice versa. I think some of my energies rubbed off, right? But yeah. I won't speak for you though. But I'm just saying. I mean, our energy's always been, you know, good, mm -hmm. you know. And then you could tell how we're growing exactly. constantly, you know. Exactly. I think I of um, just moving forward at all times. Yeah, for physically, sure. mentally, emotionally, and everything. Sure. And you know, also you've also pushed me to. Want to be an entrepreneur hey. and pushing forward with that. So yeah, true, true. Today I wanted to at least let you know. Um, yeah, I do appreciate you and I do recognize your hustle. But I just wanted to know about some of these myths that uh, people think of. You know, entrepreneurships. And stuff I think like that. Uh, the biggest myth is uh, the financial, <laughs> <laughs> the money. Right? Yeah. They think because you own a business, you know, what I'm saying um, you have all this money, but they mm -hmm. have to understand the money is allocated towards the business. Yeah. Um, now, granted, so I could give you the the real, I could give you, you know, some of the, the fraudulent stuff, and I could just be uncut. So I'm going to give a little bit of everything. Unfortunately, what's happening, especially, let's just use Charlotte as an example, right? <laughs> you know how some people say, oh, uh, Charlotte is a baby Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of prominent black people, right, that's doing a lot of great things in Charlotte. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to give you a fact. And it's kind of weird because it's a myth, too. They think a lot of these people that are standing in the clubs or that's in the clubs and VIPs that's wearing the Gucci, that's wearing the Prada, all that stuff, got all the money in the world. Yeah. And the thing is, what they're doing is actually living off of business credit cards and business credit loans, right? So they're they faking people. They're not, they not telling you <laughs> that they're 80K or 100K or 150K in debt. They filed bankruptcy. Huh? Exactly. Or, or they bought the filed bankruptcy. Or they took out that PPP uh, loan, right? Ooh. They're not going to tell you that. 
So that's the biggest myth that all of us have all this money. That's not true. I wish it was. Trust me. If I if I was making that much money off a of roll ice cream bubble tea, I wouldn't even talk to half of the people that call me. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a fact. You know. What I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely understand because I've done my research, and mm -hmm. most times that you know they say when you open up a business, yeah, if you don't make it two years, come on, it usually well, the fell first year, within the first eighty two years. to eighty five percent of small business fell. Wow. Second year, it increased to 90 to about 94 point something percent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you cross that second year, and this it's a teeter-totter. So that first year, you may do just like anything. Just think of Brandon. When it first come out, it's popular. It's yeah. popping, right? Everybody wants to be there every single day. Yeah. That second year, it usually decreases in sales. Mm. That third year is usually what's going to define which route you're really about to take. Okay. So that's going to mean well, another myth is that you work less as an entrepreneur. Ooh. That's bullshit. It's seven days in a week, right? So what well, they made it up seven days in a week in <laughs> 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a day. That's a myth. That's a big myth. You have to work shit. Three, most, you got to understand, let's say you work at uh, a 40-hour job. You work at a factory, right? Yeah. You're working 40 hours, you know what I'm saying, eight hours a day, five yeah. days a week, right? That's 40 hours that you know for sure your paycheck going to look like this. Now, mm -hmm. Take that away now. Add that to like a, a a business that you have open. Let's say just six days out the week. Um, let's give or take you open. I don't know. Let's say seven hours a day, right? So six days you open seven days hours. Just but every time you close or open that business, something may go wrong. Mm -hmm. Something can go wrong. Nine times ten, something probably will go wrong. Mm -hmm. So the time and the effort that you're gonna put in that business, your personal business, is way more than forty freaking hours. Forty wow. hours don't even exist in your world anymore. It's it's no. Clock in, clock out. No, that Boss, mentality. I don't care about, you know, <laughs> I don't care. You don't got nobody to bring here. Exactly. I'm leaving. Exactly. That's, that's, that doesn't exist no more. No, no, no. It's, but it's a myth, though. I think, you know, social media has eluded or uh, make people think that once you become an entrepreneur, because it's a big fat, I'm an entrepreneur, I own a business. Mm -hmm. It's such a big fat now that people forget the hard work and the stuff that they don't see behind the scenes. All they see is the people that's showcasing the positive, or I guess you could say the 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 good things, right? They showing themselves taking the trips. They showing themselves in the club. They showing themselves wearing nice clothing, buying nice things. But they're not going to show you all the hard work and all the man hours that they have to put into it. Hey, but Ply said it best, man. Everybody want to see the baby. Don't care about the, the labor <laughs> pains. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Because exactly. It's, exactly. They don't they don't care about you know. Uh, how many hours you had to put in and exactly. the sacrifices you, that you got to make. Exactly. I think I only thing I can relate back to that is computer science. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody think, hey, you know, you 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 got computer science, you got a degree, mm -hmm. and you you work on these computers that you that you can code. That's not true. Mm. You know, things change every day so in, in computer science, like um, different attacks, mm -hmm. smarter people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because. <laughs> Think about it when uh, Charlotte back in, uh, I want to say, what, a couple of years ago? Yeah. Um, they got attacked through cyber, you know, backdoor, and they they had all. Um, well, like the banking system or no, what? No, it was the actual, um, like, the, uh, I want to say the city. They had oh, like wow. a, um, a, what they call ransom attack. Okay. So okay. ransom attack is basically we're going to lock up all your uh, data, data information. Mm -hmm. And then if you want this information back, Ah, you got to pay, pay us, us. Yeah. through um, Bitcoins and stuff like that. Mm, stuff so, that's untraceable, right? Untraceable. Got it. That makes sense. Or we that just going to erase it and you just out of your luck. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. It, and, and, and it's encrypted and all that. Mm. So think about it. That happens, right? Mm -hmm. So you if you were looking at another company, you're looking at that. Like, how are we going to prevent that? 
Exactly. You know, um, and then so you need uh, different so, contingencies, so, right? So, uh, as a computer science or cybersecurity analyst or anything like that, mm-hmm. you have to go back and do your research on that, true, and, and go back to blogs and things of that nature to see where that was already uh, looked at and how that was resolved and how exactly. you can prevent it from happening to right. your company. They usually so, don't the FBI usually hire like criminals that basically did things like that sometimes like if they're really if they hacked into a system if they're really that great they are hired them like we ain't gonna see you to prison we hire you to kind of catch the other bad guy i don't know because that that's that's also i think that's a myth i'm not too particularly sure mm. um because people would think that that you know uh okay we should hire that criminal but yeah that criminal will never be a realistic you know person that's so reliable that we can, i watch are lying you know because I'm not yeah, saying lying, so. but I'm saying I haven't heard of it. And gotcha. then you got to think about sometimes these things have to go to court. So That's that true. person has to be a reliable on stand. Yeah, I think you got to be something. like one person. Like maybe you broke into like the White House security system, right? Like like top notch. Like you ain't the regular. Yeah, yeah you, you breaking into small businesses or little security companies. You got to be within that one that zero zero one percent. But it probably, has happened, right? Yeah, it a genius. Happened. Yeah, exactly. You know, people, some people are geniuses, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I went to UNC when I went to UNC Charlotte, man. I've seen some people that's really intelligent. That really can uh, run circles around people when it comes to IT. And IT and mm. most of the time, IT is uh, or cybersecurity is like so. Um, what they want to call it? Uh, it's not. It's <coughs> engineering, software engineering, not software. Excuse me, I can't can't even pull out the idea right now. But it's really uh, to get hacked. It's really the the human error that most uh. times that people get hacked. Okay. Uh, it's human error. It's someone calling you, tricking you out of your bag, basically. Got gotcha. you. So they're giving you, like, giving information, right, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they can utilize to, like, a pa- like hypothetically, they will ask you an intentional question to get a password. Or or, or, or they they call you, say, hey, we from the HR department. We need you to do this, this, this such such thing. And you start. And you do it, and then they got you. They were you know no access. Yeah. They got that, all your. That, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's majority of the time what happened, but but. Going back to what we was originally saying about mm-hmm. the MIPS, about uh, things not adjusting, things have to work all the time. Exactly. Cybersecurity analysts have to keep constantly Working, moving right? and grinding and yeah. hustling and rethinking things um, that makes and trying sense. to find new ways of trying to um, like prevent prevent things mm-hmm. or even find new ways to break it. It's called zero tech. Some things that never been found out. Um, you know so, what I'm saying? So every day something new can just about happen. Exactly. That makes and, sense. And 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 if it happens and, and you don't know how to prevent it, mm-hmm. that person gonna keep using it and they're gonna keep getting money off of it. Uh, keep hustling. So you gotta be able to go through all the stages and things of that nature. So you know, some like uh the myths and stuff like that, the entrepreneurs. It's, it's, it's a lot of different myths, man. But you know, we gonna we, we gonna keep them real though. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna keep doing what we doing, stay consistent, stay positive. So those myths doesn't apply to me because, and it's not gonna apply to you either because we just gonna keep grinding, man. Yeah, I think um, life is always about growth. True. Growth and development. You True. always gotta grow. Um, you gotta find new ways of, to uh, spice it up, just yeah. like uh, social media and mm-hmm. um, different type of businesses. You, businesses yeah. have to change yeah. over time. Oh, it has to. Yeah. You can't stay the same, right? Because especially in this new society we live in. People get bored of the same nuances, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta have something that that sparks somebody's interest, right? One day you may you may like for me, I like to create. You know what I allow the teenagers to do that works mm-hmm. uh, in my business? I would allow them 
every month to create like a a, a, a monthly flavor. So it's like this month is the topic. Like this month Ooh. we do this type of ice cream. This Ooh. month we do this type of bubble tea. It gives them some creative uh, creative uh, activity, something to do too. Create a vine just to open up the, the, exactly. the, the brand. You exactly. know, when, when you think about being creative and, and about change and things mm -hmm. of that nature, also I think that parenting is like that as well. You know I think so saying? too. You know, being that you want to move forward and with parenting because mm -hmm. I know back in the days, uh, spoil the rod, spoil the child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> beat that one. You got to beat. I got beat for beatings on beatings. Yeah, that's how but, we learned our know, lessons. Yeah. But parenting has evolved. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that you you are a two-parent home, right? Yeah, exactly. And then I'm a single-parent home. So how, is, how, how, how would you think that um, I would relate? And, you know? Well, I think, well, if you want, let's, I think I have both sides of that, right? So mm -hmm. I like to start off with, having a child growing up like by yourself just one uh, one family household right mm -hmm. i think it's very important if you're a single mother because right let's generalize or a single father or a single father <laughs> exactly yeah, right that's yeah. uncommon exactly <laughs> well not, not as as, as, com as uncommon as it used to be yeah. right because you and i both know a lot of single fathers that's doing extremely well right. so shout out to all the single fathers that's yeah. out there doing anything holding it down you know what i'm saying like, that's real for real I had to, I had to, I had to do that one, man. It's, it's just hard. It's a hard no, it life. It is, it is, and we know how the system could be, but we gonna stay positive. But yeah. I think for anyone that's a single parent, whether it's a, a male or a female, they have to understand. You know, let's hypothetically speaking, let's say it's a woman that's raising a little boy. Mm -hmm. At some point, that little boy is gonna get older. Mm -hmm. He's gonna need a male figure in his life to help guide him, to give him the things that only a man can give him, right? Yeah. To, to help him, I don't know, like help him how to play a sport. You know, maybe how to fight or not just like fight for the wrong reasons, but just stand up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's certain intricate parts and intricate details that a, a young boy will need a man. And it's, you know, I think it's the onus is go back on that parent on like in that situation, a woman to look for a male in her life or in her circle that can grab that young boy and, and mold him the right way. Not saying that she can't do the things that's necessary, too, because she can. You know, what I mean, and vice versa, if it was a man raising a little girl. He need to find some females, some women that's insert whether it's mother, grandmother, sister, cousin, whoever that's in his circle to help with that little girl to give her the things that only a woman can give to that little girl. Yeah, I, I see how that can relate. Um, I, I kind of I agree to disagree on that one because I do agree that you know you need to have a, a different, the same sex yeah. figure in the house, yeah. or whatever, but. Well, not necessarily in the house, right? But, but, or, or, you like, know, or, some, or bring around like a exactly. big, big brother, big sister type ordeal. Yeah. Um, as a single parent, uh, you have to have um, different hats mm -hmm. as yeah, things go yeah. on. Because you, as a male, I'm more masculine and a little bit dominant. But sometimes mm -hmm. you have to dial back exactly. and be a little bit... Um, <laughs> lean. Not <laughs> lean yet, but like a little bit more feminine-wise yeah, feminine because you have to really like dial back. You can be a man. He he He's really brute force. Yeah. But a female finesse the Does game a little bit. Does that change because you have a boy and a girl? Does that yeah. change? Like, does your energy change towards the boy versus the girl or vice versa? Like, how does... I'm tough on my boy. Okay. Uh, my my daughter, I have to be a little tough. Yeah. But you know, but girls always. Tough. I can't be too tough with her, or she'll yeah. break down. Okay. But I also have to be firm with her, exactly. and also I have to do that with the boy. I have to sometimes dial back mm -hmm. and remember that he doesn't have the the soft, gentle touch of a woman. 
Gotcha. You know, a woman, she cons a, a man, he's going to, but a woman's going to dial back and, and embrace feel, the emotions with you. Say if they do the same exact thing, are they going to get the same exact punishment? It depends. Depends, depends. on what? Um, same exact thing? I don't think so. I think I, I still do treat them a little different. Okay. And have do uh, just off the mentality of who they are. True. Uh, because some people, how they react to certain things. Agreed. One person doesn't react <laughs> to the same thing as the other. See, my son, I can, like, uh, I could yell at him and scream at him, mm-hmm. and he'll just look at me. Gotcha. And, and it, it doesn't get nowhere with him. Mm. So you would think that I had to beat him, but no, I have to actually like punish him a little bit harder, okay. like push ups, sit ups, sitting against gotcha. the wall. Oh yeah, make I'm, it, I'm make a firm it, take in that. take the things away from him. <laughs> My I'm daughter, I can I could tell her, but excuse me, I could tell her the same thing. I can I can really punish her the same thing, but I don't have to take as much away from her. Gotcha. I could take a little bit from her. I could take this this from her, and she will tighten up. Okay. My son, he's a little knuck, knuck, knucklehead. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So he, yeah. so it, it takes a lot, a little bit more for him. But my daughter tighten up, and she'll try to finesse the game too. Uh, you know, she women are really. <laughs> I've learned a lot about women as I got more daughters. You want to say the M word? Huh? <laughs> you know they might get you if you say the M word. <laughs> what M word? Manipulation. Oh no no no! no. Yeah, they. they 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 are they are they very women are. You think it's by uh, nature? Da- daughters daughters are really sneaky, man. Yeah. Really, because you think it's an inherent trait that females just have. Just, huh? I just think females, all females, have that that mm-hmm. slick mentality. Yeah. You gotta think about it. when you dating some woman, she tests you the whole time different True. ways. True. She'll test you like, hey, you know, um, mm-hmm. I don't, I want, I want this because you are. I I had women, prime example, call me. It was like my car broke down. <laughs> Uh, can you help me out? So that's a test. Yeah, you know that's when you, as the man, change the narrative. You do the same, you do the like, same thing. Oh, I'm Give like, her that oh, same I'm, energy. I'm, I'm messed up. Uh-huh. It, it, and then it's crazy. It could be a woman that y'all barely talk to, For or sure. you just starting to talk to uh-huh. her, and she want to test you <laughs> to see if you willing to give up. Yeah, you know some funds to support her needs. Mm-hmm. But women are like that. So I think my daughter started this slick wise, and and. My step, her stepmother, at one point in time, was like, "You gotta put your foot down. This yeah. is you can't let her slide with this That's and true. slide with that." And I'm I like, "Like it's that. not." I'm thinking like, "I didn't see that," and she was like, "I seen it." Because mm. you're being more, like you say, just you're you're more like dialed back, right? You're not as hard on yeah. your daughter. Because my daughter just turned three last week, right? So as she's getting older, I'm starting to realize some of the sassiness, right? Yeah, I'm realizing it. I'm starting to realize some of um certain things that I can see can be a problem if I don't nip it in the butt now. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's no age limit on discipline. <laughs> you know True. what I'm saying? Like, True. if I tell you, hey, sit down and eat, you need to sit down and eat. If I tell you, hey, pick up the cup and go put it in a, you know, the sink mm-hmm. so you can wash it, then that's what you do. You don't go off and watch TV. You don't go off and go upstairs and play with toys, mm-hmm. right? So the level of discipline that I'm teaching her at such a young age, I believe it's going to be vital as she gets older. I think when a lot of parents... Um, you know, do this well, they too young, or they still kids and stuff like that, I think it, it it's, it's detrimental to the kids, to their, to their growth. You know? I think it's never too young to do about discipline. I agree. Uh, agree. Uh, or, or training someone to be able to maintain yeah. themselves. My my kids right now wash their own laundry. Yeah, as you they know, should. I just, I just say, hey, bring me your clothes. Mm-hmm. 
you know, separate your clothes from clothes. And then you, we, I got pods. I don't have them uh, the powder and <laughs> all like fancy? that. I do pods. So I got, I got some they, pods too. All they're going to do is just they throw their stuff in, uh-huh. in the washing machine, throw two pods in there, click it in. But, hard. you know, something that simple is like teaching them a level of responsibility, mm-hmm. right? So if they can do this and grasp it at such an early age now, when they're grown and they're working a nine-to-five and they job, they say, hey, make sure, you know, they're going to understand I have to come to work prepared to look like someone. I got to yeah. wash my clothes at night. I might have to wake up a little early or maybe iron the night. Like, iron my clothes the night before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, everybody's a little different you when got, it comes to that You got to teach kids style, yeah. grace, and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it took me some time because I only had my kids for the last two or three years, right? So mm-hmm. they, they really, it was a new adjustment. You know that's, what I'm saying? that's interesting you say that. Me and my best friend talk about that. The adjustments versus when they're with their mother for mm-hmm. such a long time or just to say the other parent. And then when they come to the other parent household. So, right, when you start this split household type of thing, you don't know what the other parent is teaching unless y'all communication. That's why communication is mm-hmm. really the key. If your child is growing up in two different households, the adults need to have effective communication. If, like, hypothetically, let's say you're potty training. Like, wait, I'm still potty training my daughter. I got to mm-hmm. make sure her mom's, right? Is on point with the potty train, right? Uh, my my daughter has like skin irritation problems, stuff yeah. like that. We both need to make sure that we're both doing the right things when it comes to taking care of skin. Because mm-hmm. if she's doing something different when she's with her, and vice versa when she comes with me, then we're just gonna hit that same uh, blockage, right? Yeah. Like we're not we're, we're not help we're not helping this child out. If anything, yeah. we're doing bad by them. Going backwards and exactly. You know, uh, and as they get older, it doesn't get any easier. Just imagine when they really, like, my daughter three, she's talking, but she ain't talking, talking. Yeah. So imagine when she's 10, 11, 12. Well, mommy said this, mommy said that. I know how I am. I'm already, already. <laughs> Who else you know? <laughs> uh, well, see, my the two kids that I got at home, they, they don't have the option to say mommy, exactly. mommy this, mommy exactly. that. Mommy gone, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So Rest that, in peace, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but mommy's gone, so it's just me. Exactly. It's no more other person yeah. in another home. So when they moved into my house, they had to totally change, change yeah. all together because i run my house totally different, different from yeah. from anyone else mm-hmm. uh, from your mother's house exactly and i'm more of a military person exactly and the type of management skills that i bring to the table mm-hmm. are totally different from your mother's management ship and mine's, yeah i agree and she's a little bit more lenient yeah i'm not lean mm-hmm. you're going to do what i tell you to do Plain or we're going to have a problem i'm a firm believer kids don't have the options when you're in my household yeah what options are we talking about but i <laughs> but i'm that's that was my original my original thing but i had to start dialing back like i said yeah because now i'm i have to be the the the, the emotional person true to, to well, care about your feelings. From what you say, you're dialing back on your little girl, though. On, on, over but on the boy, too, on, because, okay, you, okay. because, you know, okay. I can't be too rough on him the True. whole entire time True. and beat on him you know and think that he's you know not going to be, become an enemy. Exactly, because he also didn't grow up the way you grew up. I think yeah. about that now, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't grow up in a house, you know what I mean? So I didn't grow up in an environment. Like, my kids got a community. They could ride their bike on the streets and do all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff. So the opportunities that they're going to have didn't exist for me. So I think about those as they're getting older. I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that, you know, I'm not too militant, not too hard on them, Mm -hmm. but I give them enough discipline to where as though they understand, like, daddy means business. (laughs) And also, I wanted to shout you out because, you know, one time we were talking on the podcast a couple episodes back, and you was like, man, I I don't beat my kids. I was like, I I, I beat my kids. You know, like, (laughs) but then again, I was, I started thinking about, I was like, man, you know, I never liked to beat them. 
Yeah. My mama came up with some creative beatings. <laughs> I mean, like some creative beatings. And then I thought about how it made me feel Afterwards. after the beating. Yeah. And I was like, I just start dialing back and I say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to beat you, mm-hmm. but I'm oh. going to make I'm going to make it feel like you. Yeah. I'm going to make you want oh, me I'm to make beat you hurt. I'm, I'm going to make, make it hurt. hurt. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit yeah. you with hurt. Yeah. So right now in my little book back over there <laughs> is my son's phone. Mm-hmm. And I took that from him. Yeah. From from punishment, from, exactly. from consequences of his actions. Exactly. So as time go by, I've learned that um, beating is not is not necessary. No, there's there's a lot more things we could do than physically harm our yeah. kids, and I know that's like a real harsh way to put it. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is, right? If you're physically whooping your child, you you are bringing pain. You're bringing harm. I know some people are yeah, disagree, I mean, and that's cool. It is what it is. I had I had a. Um, it's the teacher's own. You know, yeah. some kids do need it. Some kids <laughs> do. Uh, I seen one video where this little girl destroyed a whole classroom. Yeah, yeah. I've I'm seen looking stuff like, like that. I was like, um, I seen stuff like that. It's like now I'm just dialing back and I'm looking like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check you. You, you're not gonna do that. If you do See, that in my, and the teacher come to me, uh-huh. I'm beating you right there in front of the classroom, in front of everybody. See, but and look, that's child abuse. Oh, yeah. And I'm is. going to jail, and I'm going to beat you. And I, I, I get out, I'm going to beat you again. I know I'm going to jail. You know? But look, your son, right? Your son straight up is old enough now for his though. You could take him on a run with you. Like, okay. I believe if you break down a child physically, right, mm-hmm. then it literally, it, it forces them to kind of truly. Now, they so exhausted at some point. Like, my daughter and son, when they get older, trust me, I already know what I'm going to do. They're going to do a lot of physical activity. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna break them down physically, so it forces them to listen now. Yeah, yeah. They, you can't even talk, so all you can do is huff and puff and listen to what the hell I'm saying I, now. I took my son to Crowder Mountain. You know what Crowder Mountain is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ever, if you ever walk Crowder Mountain? <laughs> yeah. I took him up the short path upwards. Uh huh. And the short path upwards is just straight up, you know, up the hill, <laughs> and you come down on the other side, mm-hmm. and just you know, and then you, also, I, I, I looked at it like. As you beat kids, you develop a fear. They develop a fear. Yeah. And for they you as a parent. Not just you as a parent, but they develop a fear uh, in general. Yeah. Psychologically. You know, psychologically. You mm-hmm. don't want your kid to live in fear. Yeah. I've lived in fear as the shortest guy, mm-hmm. you know, from fear of my parents, mm-hmm. maybe fear of people that's bigger than me. Yeah. And I, I hated dogs. <laughs> I mean, I used to get chased by every dog in the neighborhood. Like, the I seen a dog. The dog see me. I see him. Uh-huh. And he know. What? Well, well, the dog, the get dog knew you were scared. And yeah. And, I was, it. and it was fear. Uh-huh. It was fear. It uh-huh. was fear of getting bit. It was yeah. fear that, you know, even though he just wanted, the dog didn't bite the dog nobody. Just wanted he just to wanted play to play with, with me. <laughs> exactly. And you I, didn't know. I didn't know that, but <laughs> I was scared. So I ran home. <laughs> you no, know, facts. I think that's what some parents not. Well, they don't realize that that when they're beating their child, they are instilling fear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they have to really, really dial that back, you know, and really think about what they're doing because it could have some long-lasting effects on that child. Yeah, and also I believe it also depends on their management skills. True. And our True. management skills can be all put together mm-hmm. in different aspects in life. Agreed. Not just the managing your kids, but managing your finances. Your life, yep. Managing the job yep. and managing, especially in military, the management skills of your organization and your leadership can yeah, be leader. totally different. You know, can that's you, the question they ask you when you're like when you interview. What's yeah. your management style? <laughs> What's your leadership style? Right? Yeah, for a supervisor. Oh yeah, supervisor. Yep, yeah, usually. Sup- yep. 
always say, you know, we get, I feel like when that question comes up in an interview for like you and I, because mm-hmm. we military, we both been sergeants, right? Yeah. NCOs. Um, always tell them like I'm a hands-on leader, which is which is correct because I feel like the military truly prepares you to be a hands-on leader, right? Like I know in the army, there's no way in hell you could tell a soldier how uh, how to properly break down an M4 or how to shoot properly if you yourself can't do it, right? We we have to teach classes, CLS, um, give uh, sergeant charms training on different topics and stuff like that. So in order to be an effective leader, you yourself have to be able to to, to do what you're, whatever you're teaching. Well, I was more of a laid back person. They didn't never ask me to put no classes, <laughs> but I did classes during WLC and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, you and, got to. You yep. know, it's basically when it comes to um, teaching somebody, you gotta just read up on the knowledge and be very knowledgeable about it, yeah. and be able to explain it to someone in minute detail. That's the same thing. I, I goes back to software development. Mm-hmm. Software development, when you're developing a website, you have to tell the website everything. That's Any true. kind of code, like if you're stepping out of the bed, mm-hmm. how you step out of bed, 90-degree angle, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So oh, that's every, what you have to tell the computer, right? Yeah, when you're developing code, mm-hmm. you develop that code piece by that? piece by piece by piece by piece. You remember that time my uh, other laptop I messed up? You're like, bro, you should have had a backup hard yeah. drive and everything. Yeah. And when I was trying, like I went on YouTube and I was telling you, like, yo, I was trying to figure out how to restore it and how to reboot it. Yeah. And I learned a few things, but I didn't understand how intricate it is. Yeah. Like in the IT world, like there was certain, and I was, it was cool because I was learning, but I was like, damn, B knows all this stuff. <laughs> like this is. <laughs> it's like you have to be very um, articulate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You have to actually put each piece together and mm. make it to come together like a puzzle. Mm. Like I always tell people, like, if you want to do computer science or you want to software develop, you got to be a forward Forward thinker, thinker. yeah, yeah. Because you, you got to piece by piece by piece. You got to go. Maybe some of these codes you got to go into the archives to find. Mm. Or, oh, it could or be you like want older codes, huh? Yeah, you gotta go. You can go look at older codes, but when you go look at older codes, you gotta also check the authenticity of it to make sure nobody, mm. did, you know, putting some code in there that might mess up your system. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's so, true. I know for my management style, like me owning a roll ice cream bubble tea business, mm-hmm. right? At the shop, what I do, um, so I call my, I like to say I'm best of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm straight. I'm extremely fair with all the employees. Um, I meet them on a level. Right. Okay. So and you, you see me in work in action. I am yeah, yeah. I'm laid back at the shop. Um I really expect always tell them I want you to come in and enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. So the way I'm gonna manage you, I'm not gonna manage you like like I don't even come in with the collar shirt and the khaki pants like, hey, do this, do it. no. Mm-hmm. What I do is um I just like I said, I meet them on a level and I talk to them like they're regular people. Um mm-hmm. and I just treat them as such because I've learned some one thing in this business, if people come to work because they want to come to work and they enjoy what they're doing, then you usually don't have too many problems. But I also got a double-edged sword, right? Because I'm I'm so laid back and so chill and I'm so understanding with a lot of these, my employees. They could take that. Take advantage. They take advantage as a weakness. And then I got to throw back on <laughs> my drill sergeant hat, you know what I'm saying? And, and I got to get right back into, you know, yeah, I'm hitting it with the Hey, didn't I tell you? So, but I, I try to balance both. I think I'm, I'm doing pretty well because I do get people that stay a good amount of time. But yeah. I also know I'm in such a business where people are going to come and go. It's just, just yeah. what it is, right? But I think my manager style is really hands-on. Um, after I train you and teach you something, I take a step back. I let you grasp and let you learn it, kind of let you get a feel for it and start doing things for yourself versus, yeah. I guess you could say, um, just constantly, like, nagging people. Yeah. You know, I never wanted to be that type of – even as a sergeant, right, I never, like, nagged. I was always pretty much chill, laid back. I, 
let's let's do this as a team type of you know what i mean i mean i was like that at one point in time i had to act before i went to the leadership course and stuff mm-hmm. like that i was always like duh, 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 duh. and then i was <laughs> like you know but as you dial back and you start to think like nobody likes to be mad nobody no, likes to be no, no. you know micromanaged. it becomes you know, ineffective it just it just it becomes just, ineffective i've had that at certain right. jobs i've i've had managers that was um like i'll never forget i was working at this one company and it was this um <laughs> this lady that was managing me mm-hmm. and you know i've been doing supply chain for quite 12 13 years now mm-hmm. and i knew y'all like the back of my hand right extremely uh, efficient at a job and she had me write my day to day like well, literally what i and that that's the first time that ever happened to me so at first i was like i don't know how to really take this but i'm gonna just do it so i did it then every monday we had a meeting Mm-hmm. So this meeting was going over the day-to-day, going over new stuff. Now, I've already been trained. I'm doing well. She's telling me I'm doing well, but it was like a micromanage. So one time I asked her, like, I'm not the only person doing this. She was like, well, yeah, I just want to make sure you're, you know, you're well-prepared, da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of like singling out. Like, I've never been micromanaged. I told her, honestly. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it's not that. They're showing just that. I said, uh, it looks that way, and it feels that way. Mm-hmm. And I ended up quitting that job because I just, that's a toxic environment. Like, yeah. that's not an environment I feel like I'm going to, um you know, excelling. I feel like that's an environment that I'm going to mess around. You know, you people get yeah, tired of that. Yeah, when you feel like you've been singled out or you feel some type of way, mm-hmm. you know, most people going to be leave Yeah. or they're going to make it uncomfortable for exactly. everybody else. Exactly, exactly. Because if you can't leave, because some people can't leave, just quit. I know you. <laughs> my boy, I pick up and be like, yo, I'm, I'm gone. Good. You know, I'm good. Deuces. But, but um, when it comes to... Teenagers, teenagers in the workplace, bro. Stuff like that. Man. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think it's a new generation out there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's some good and it's some bad, just like every generation. Mm-hmm. But I think these new group of teenagers want a lot but don't want to work for it. Um, and I can speak for myself on this one for sure and through my own personal experiences in the last almost two years dealing with a lot of teenagers. Um, I've had some really great apples, and I've also had some bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, this one, you're on your own. I, I don't know. I can only relate when I was a teenager and I it, worked for And it was different. When, yeah. I feel like when we were teenagers, we actually wanted to work. And, um, well, yeah, we wanted to work and we wanted something. like. But we was also buying, like, minute stuff, right? Yeah. Maybe some shoes, some mm-hmm. candies. Some, yeah. Maybe at lunch you might buy a churro or, you know, well, a I mean, Gatorade or something. Well, when we was teenagers, uh, I'm a little older than you, but anyway. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when I was a teenager, it was no social media. It was nothing That's like true. that. It was no. That's these, true. These kids now are creating their own businesses on their own, just off social media. Agreed. YouTube Agreed. and all that stuff. Agreed. They're, they're making all this money off that. Mm-hmm. So they really don't technically have to work too hard right true. now. But back when I was going up, we, 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 we had, had to, to go find yeah. a job yeah. or something like that to, to well, get money. I mean, other than, you know, mom, mom and dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I go deep, think about it. Our mom and dad. I don't know about your parents, but it's not like my grandmother necessarily forced me to get a job. It's more so what I wanted. But I didn't feel like like once I got the job, I was like now I had to pay stuff, right? Like my mm-hmm. grandmother wasn't dependent on me working to give her money. Yeah. And if I, I really like if I'm gonna dive on a deep dive on this one, somebody so I so I'm very understanding. So when I meet these parents, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to these kids and I'm they're explaining to me what their parents going through. And I'm like, that's interesting. So that's so it's almost like some of these teenagers I'm getting, they working just so they can help provide for their household. Mm. You know, so mm. of course I'm gonna have some empathy for that. 
you know, and of course I'm going to treat them. But then the other side of that is that they don't really want to work that hard. Yeah. So it's like, I can't pay you any more money if you're not willing to to work. work. For the hours. Especially if you can't be what we call um, <laughs> a person that show up exactly. and, and be reliable. Exactly. Reliability is a must. It um, is. Especially for a business, a small exactly. business. We we really do need you to come in to work. Yeah, a and lot be of small business. You know work. why most small businesses are now failing? Because they don't have employees. Yeah. They can't get people to, to come in and actually work and stay consistent and be reliable. You know, they want astronomical prices. A lot of things has risen. Most we we can't afford to pay you, uh, McDonald's, Burger King, <laughs> Chick Fil A prices. That's not what it is. And then if you're a young teenager, first of all, if you go to those places, they're not even gonna pay you. Fifteen, sixteen years old, they're not gonna pay you twelve, thirteen, fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's not what it is. You're gonna get the box, whatever the minimum no wage is, and you're gonna have to show. And then you're gonna really work. <laughs> Well, McDonald's, man, I seen these people work. <laughs> but McDonald's, you, you gonna be, you gonna be grinding, right? Grinding. What grinding, was your teenage man. job? My teenage job was uh, I worked at Carowinds. Oh, that's dope. You that's know, dope. Um, that that's was my dope. first job, and Carowinds was interesting because I did a lot of things that I um, that you couldn't do on normal jobs. Mm-hmm. So, like on my day off, I would show up to work. Oh, for real. And, and they'd be like, "Okay, you can just work." You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I was talking to my friend. He was like, "Man, you know, you, you was lucky operating because- the machines, were you? Because if you was operating machines, yeah, I was. Oh, I you was, were. I was at Kitty Land. Get the Kitty Land with the the merry go round. I always I thought know. that was a danger. Like Americans, wow. No, like, we really it, got kids operating machines. Yeah, I was like, well, I think I was. <laughs> six, you had to be 16, and uh, I, it wasn't a bad thing. Only thing was it complicated. You, no, it wasn't called. Um, America around, I, I still remember to this day. It's been like a good little while, but uh-huh. America around was right. All we do is we get up, we walk around a little America around, mm-hmm. make sure everybody's sitting down on a little horse. And if uh-huh. you were standing up with your kid, you had to be on the inside, not the oh, outside. For real? And then we just uh-huh. we just push the button and it just rolls. Just roll around. That's it. Oh, that's pretty fly. We just count how many people, uh, a certain amount of man people come on, uh-huh. some amount that doesn't so go on. If a malfunction happened, then what? We just stopped the ride. Straight up. Just stopped the ride. You know, <laughs> straight. straight oh, that's probably got like a like little, a little stop. Button, yeah, okay. little button to stop <laughs> here. or whatever. Um, you know, I had this other little ride where you had to hold the button. It was for the little, little kids. Like, it, it like certain heights. You uh-huh. couldn't be real certain time. You couldn't get on. Parents used to cuss me out all the time. Oh, oh yeah. But you, you push understand. the button, you just hold it down, and the thing just spin around. So you know. for the roller coaster, you still could be 16 to operate like um, one of the big roller coasters? It depends on uh, if it's in South or North Carolina. See, South, because um, you know, North Carolina, the Carowinds are split in half. half. So oh. South and North Carolina had different rules, regulations. Get out of here. Oh, even yeah. on the park? Yeah, on oh, the park. So that's interesting. One side, if you, if you was uh, on this end, you had North to Carolina. be. Um, a certain age, North Carolina, right? you had to be certain age to be in there. On the other end, then yeah. you had to... Yeah, but oh, when, that's interesting. I worked at Kilwins two seasons, so the next season, oh. I was old enough to go over to, um, like... The North roller, Carolina side? Yeah, we used to have a roller coaster called Thunder Roll. Mm. It was a big, big roller. <laughs> and what we would do is we will stop the joint halfway, and we was like, 
hey, it's a malfunction. Everybody put your hands up. You know, we used to used to have a little. Oh, so you'll do it on purpose? Yeah, we'll oh, that's fly. That's fly. And then I like you know, that. like you know, you can get them all going. Uh-huh. Or but if it really did get stuck, it, it sucks. <laughs> you got because you know somebody got to walk up there. Like you know, you got to walk. Oh yeah, if, somebody got walk. Yeah, mm. if if it gets stuck for real, for real, you got to walk up. So there. that's like an engineer, though, right? That's walking up there to fix uh, it. Right? Yeah, or a management, management okay, gotcha, uh, gotcha. team leads gotcha. and stuff like that. I'm not walking up Hell there. No, yeah, I mean especially, I wouldn't mind especially. I would have probably done Especially it. drop zone. Mm. Think about it, drop zone is straight up. Oh, it's straight up. You know up. what I'm saying? And you and then uh, you get stuck up there, you be looking at them like oh, and somebody really God. So they gotta walk up there, probably press something. Climb and, up there, you know, or you gotta climb up there. Mm. And uh, I'm like, they, they See, my first I'm job not going was, up um Wendy. Sorry, not Wendy's White Castle. White Castle? Yeah, man. I never forget. Be- it was be- cool. Before you dig into it though, I could never get a fast food job at a teenage, even to this day I can't For get real? a fast food job. Is it because you didn't want to or what? No. Or you I applied? Just, just I never applied. <laughs> and never, never called me you back. You wasn't giving customer service. No, no. They <laughs> the never, vibes was yeah, off. They never gave me one. Damn. So you never had an interview for McDonald's, nothing? None of that. They they looked wow. at my application and it was like, <laughs> no. I mean, I did one for Bojangles and I was about to get hired. And then it was like, oh, no. Man. I'm like, come on, I man. I applied to Bojangles when I got the Army a few times, man, for management. <laughs> I was like, damn. I, I just wanted some free chicken, no, man, for real. For, real talk. for real. I was like, I can manage this. But go back to but your not, job. Yeah, it was uh, White Castle. White Castle. I was 16. Her on Kumar. Man, yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> uh, it was in Jersey, though. So I never forget. Um, I, and I was getting good, too, bro. Like, real good. Like, one of my cousins I worked there, whatever. And uh, <laughs> he was wild, though. Shout out to him though. He said, "Remember the chicken rings? You remember the little chicken rings? Like it, I don't know if you, 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 I know you've been to White Castle, but they had ch- like little chicken rings, like, uh, like little bites. But they had a sandwich too. You could put cheese. So mm-hmm. he'd take the chicken rings and the French fries and the onion rings out the freezer yeah. and put it in his book bag and take it to the crib." <laughs> I was like, yo, he is wild. <laughs> he is wild. He used to do it all the time. Oh, man, I ain't going to lie. The teenagers used to be, I worked at the movie theaters, and my boy used to go Bro, get Tim's. Bro, I worked at the movie theaters, too. Yeah. Yep, AMC. Uh, I remember in Jersey when it first opened. So we worked at one in Paramus, and then the one in Garden State Mall opened mm-hmm. up. Bro, wide, like last week I was in Paramus. Rev Run, i never forget, it was Rev Run, uh, JoJo, and um, I think Diggy was there. And his wife, right? Mm-hmm. And remember that rep, remember because back in the day we used to watch the Rev Run show, right? Yeah. So I'm a ticket taker. Yeah. Tell me why. Remember that episode when he said Kato Mate? Tell me why I said that stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, yo. He started laughing. I don't know why. It just came to me and I just said it. <laughs> and I took the, and I ripped their ticket. They just laughing and kept walking, yo. I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but you see, so you can see celebrities everywhere. I never was that guy that just gonna jump on a celebrity. Oh nah, that's corny. You know, I just, I corny. might say what's up. I ain't yeah, seen yeah. Trina at the yeah. airport by herself. Dolo, remember well, that night we went to the DL Hughley? We yeah. could have literally, he was right there chilling. Yeah, Dolo. We could have walked up, said what's up. You know what I mean? Just keep doing your thing, bro. You know what I mean? I, I, I just <laughs> applaud. I didn't seen a lot of celebrities. I ain't seen, especially I'm a big football fan, and I seen uh, Moose and Muhammad. Who that? From from the Carolina Panthers, he was okay. like one of our first wide receivers when we first got the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was he went to the Super Bowl with us oh, back in '03. Yeah, I ain't winning. And I seen, him. oh <laughs> man, my feelings was hurt, bro. Yeah, I ain't winning. I don't even want to talk about that, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh man, that, that, hey, you just gave me a flashback that quick, man. My feelings was hurt. My feelings was hurt two times, man. You, yeah. you know the one in '03, mm-hmm. and then the one we just went with Cam, man. 
he he fumbled the ball and See, he didn't even go for it. But that's that. Not, I know you're not the football. I'm, I'm not the know? yeah. And this ain't no sports podcast either. <laughs> you take your ass over. Yeah, shout out to talking. chosen sports exactly. talk. You know what I'm saying? That, but boy, uh-huh. I, hey, I three old you. <laughs> he know tone no tone no and your boy tell him the picks was on point. So. You remember we, earlier this week, we did kind of talk about, uh, we was said we were going to speak about current events, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I know I was watching a documentary the other day, right? And it was talking about this AI boss in Poland. Like, well, no, not even boss, AI CEO that uh, manufacturer, what they manufacture? It's some type of, like, um, things for phones or something. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a case or something or a protective case, but it's literally they taking instructions <laughs> from an a artificial intelligent robot as the CEO and it's humans doing this. Oh. So I'm in my brain I'm like what's really going on? Well, um <laughs> I had to relate back to when I was in college back in like 2019. You know, uh-huh. I'm a computer scientist. So part of of uh the our computer science is AI. Yeah. So yeah. AI, we already knew AI was going to start taking people's jobs. Mm-hmm. But I just I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to pursue that because I'm not. I'm uh, when I think of AI, I think of I robot, robot right? And I, and I just don't want that to be happening. There's a couple movies that that really got me away from AI, yeah, and I didn't really. Yeah, but yeah. AI has been very, uh, very popular, even in music too. Now you know they. Yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 um, they got. What, they, what was I, that rapper? Um, I saw a mashup of like Biggie and like Tupac. Young like Thug. The, Young Thug last album is AI. For what? Yeah, he's not rapping. You know he he in jail. Yeah, but Lil they, Wayne they, put out an album in jail. A lot but, of rappers but he didn't, all the time. But you could tell he wasn't on the phone. He uh, wrote it and AI, AI did his voice oh, and wow. he did all that. Yeah, that that wasn't him doing. See, all I didn't that. even know that. That's dope. Yeah, so it's I'm dope like, but weird at the same yeah, time. So like, I didn't even know that. It's, it's, it's crazy how AI is taking over and and it's going to continue. And true, you true. know these robots. You see the robots at the football games. Uh, yeah, chilling and stuff like getting up and I moving was at, on their own. I was at some oh. campus, and I saw. Oh, it was Winthrop campus, right? Mm-hmm. I'm walking, whatever. I see a robot delivering food. I said, "Yo, this is crazy." <laughs> and then in my brain, right, I start, I started thinking, "Damn, I should have whatever company I should have invested in this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like because whoever created this has to be a millionaire or on their way. Yeah, you I- know what I mean. We we're we're starting to live in a day and age where things are are really changing dramatically. Yeah, true. AI true. AI is going to start taking people's uh, uh, jobs. You know, like the factories. The factories oh, are yeah. already. Oh yeah. You know, machine oh, yeah. took over the oh, factory. Oh yeah. Distribution right? centers. I can't tell you before. Like so, you know, what inspired me just to even get in the supply chain or logistics. Mm-hmm. My grandmother. I watched my grandmother and grandfather work at is a company called Manhattan Products in Lodi, New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. And they used to uh, produce ammonia. Um, like pine saw bubbles. I used to have all the bubbles as a kid. So, yeah. and this detergent, laundry detergent, right? Mm-hmm. So, I remember going there and it's like all these big conveyor belts, but there's a lot of people. Now, fast forward, here I am. I done worked in a couple manufacturing facilities, a couple distribution centers. I see all of technology now. Mm-hmm. You may have one person operating a six, maybe a hundred foot line because mm-hmm. there's so much integrated um, AI so much uh, technology that's in that line that can, I've, I've been a manufacturer, I've seen a robot, like an armed robot, take something, take a bottle, do something to it, like put whatever inside of it and push it down the line and package it up too. It's more efficient. Oh, you well, know, yeah, just, cost just efficient. Like, 
Just like um these cars, you remember we have stick shift, right? Yep. There's no longer stick shift. Yeah. Everything shifts on its own yeah. automatically, so mm -hmm. it it shifts a lot bit quicker than you than know what normal. It used to, yeah. Yeah. And, of technology. And, and technologies are starting to advance. They always used to. Uh, I could take it back to cart. What cartoon was it? Um, uh, the Jetsons. The Jetsons. Yep. Yep. That that right there told you where I, we was heading towards. True. You know, True. we was how was heading towards uh economy. You know oh, you what, said, what we So you saying they put it in plain sight, we just too dumb to realize. <laughs> Man, Simpsons, the Simpsons has been projecting stuff for ages. Now for well, yeah, predicting a lot of different they, things for They real, for predicted real. the first black president. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, it, it it's 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 they always predicted nine eleven, right? I think um long as we, we can use AI, but long mm -hmm. as a human is running the AI. Yeah, but you what know, happens when the AI get too, too, too smart? Like, that, what's that movie, Transcendence? You ever saw that with Johnny Depp? You know what I'm saying? And Transcendence and Johnny Depp, he um he died, mm -hmm. but he put his consciousness, right? Yeah. And he put his consciousness into, like, this AI thing. Mm -hmm. And then it was able to control everything. Because, you know, like, like, honestly, you ever thought about if we literally hit a blackout right now? I'm talking about no communication, no social media, no internet. How are we going to survive, bro? Well, man, think about it. It's gonna be chaos, pandemonium. It, it, it is. It is. It's gonna. It's gonna be crazy. And I think it's always gonna be crazy. Um, I hope that. <laughs> I was always. <laughs> I always thought about that when I was in college. I was like, man, if AI take over, I hope I'm not here. <laughs> no facts. I, I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. I hope I'm not it's here be because an interesting I, time. I don't want to be enslaved to or uh, AI or being able to only be able to operate just through AI. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to use my own intelligence well, to. to to make there's companies right like um that have like you know you get the chip in your arm or whatever mm -hmm. like, in your hand and then you could just scan like i was watching a video on youtube the other day of a lady somewhere somewhere it wasn't america it was somewhere else maybe switzerland or something and she just scanned all her groceries and when i was in florida this it was dope it was cool but i started thinking a little deeper bro i grabbed i went in the store i got like a gatorade right mm -hmm. all i did it was a circle k i i put it to like this little machine it automatically scanned it, did something, and oh, yeah. it up. They got it in Charlotte. I was they like, got it, they got it, they got it this in is corner crazy. Now. Yeah, they, they that, just, you just put it up the drink, and, you, and it food, automatically and, knows what and, it is. Yeah, yeah. they scan it. I'm like, it. yo, this is crazy, but you don't see the scanner, and I'm like, oh, this yeah. is different. Yeah, yeah. This it, is where we had it. Yeah, we definitely is heading that way. I mean, it, it is, it is what it is. <laughs> and I, I just don't want to, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about one more current event. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I listened to this video ten times in a row. What is it? This Gigi Gotti gets remodeled. Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh God. yeah. <laughs> Gigi Gotti held back no punches. He went crazy. He went crazy. Is it the, true though? I saw it. You saw it. You saw oh, it. I saw it. The bar. Time. It don't even make it. You know. But I just. Doesn't matter if it's true now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, in battle rap. Yeah. Because I'm a big battle rap fan. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I this is Charlie Clips, DNA, yep. you know, New Jersey Surf, Twerk, right, Surf, you know, Surf yep. and all of them. You know, uh -huh. I'm a big battle rap fan. So when it comes to battle rap, they disrespectful off the rip. That's true. Arsenal will tell you oh, right Arsenal now. He, he'll slaughter your family and all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when when Remy Ma put herself in Introduced Gigi Gotti. I already knew it was gonna be a problem. Like sooner or later. You, you, yeah. No, he will you will you book him? It's gonna be a problem. He's gonna talk about it. Mm. It's no, it's nothing unavailable <laughs> that's not gonna be talked about. And he gonna talk to you disrespectful. Now, I mean, I give to Easy Black Captain. You know, he's still kind of 
try to put some bars out there and yeah. just discredit it. Yeah, but he but, was too uncomfortable. Yeah, so it you almost know? like given that this is probably yeah, true. You know, when, when a, someone, hum, a natural human reaction. If it wasn't true, it's was like I don't care about that. I'm able to still stay in my pocket. He just need he he don't have a poker face. No, you gotta have a poker face. You don't. You know, even if it's true, exactly. You're supposed you to be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> stand in it. You know, you're nah. not supposed to feel like, man, you know, he, man, he was you too know, fidgety. You know. I saw him. He was too fidgety. Like, no, no. <laughs> Remy Ma looked like she was just, boy. she wanted to slap him. Boy. She, she wanted to, I know she wanted a two piece. She even, <laughs> after the, after the, uh, after the actual battle, right? Uh -huh. She put a rebuttal out there. You know you bad. You <laughs> yeah. know you bad when you put a rebuttal. This I, is your this is your platform this, yeah, too. Yeah. This is something you created. That's, she should have known better than yeah. that. You, you know, you know, she they all do social media, they're sleeping with the help and da da da, right? People, because pe the memes going crazy. I saw one that said mongoose versus papoose. I'm Man. like, yo, this is wow. when 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 Geechee said. Yo, Papoose, my boy said, yes, sir. This is how you talk to your bitch. I'm like, oh, oh. Like, why you do my mans like that? Yeah. I mean, these bars was going hard. I mean. I think it's, she's too. Okay, this is my opinion. I think she's too close. She's too close. She, she, this is your platform. This is your business. You're too close. She she was a face of the business. I get she that. She had to be there. Yeah, but she's. Okay, let's say hype. Like, how does that happen? But, how, how, why, why is that rumor even, even, even surfacing? I'm too close. I don't know. I don't know. She's but picking sides. It's obvious she picked my man. Even if, even if she wasn't close, mm -hmm. and it was just a rumor, battle rap, they're gonna explore <laughs> it. You know, he he's gonna he gonna pick apart, and they're gonna make jokes. It and the crazy part That's about true. it, right? It's gonna be a different battle rap. That doesn't have nothing to do with them, and they're gonna refer back to that. Oh, they definitely are. Th that, that's how oh, they do. Every time oh, every time I'm gonna get on the like stage, oh. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's gonna be a bar. Papoos. Somebody gonna put that in the song eventually. I, I looked at her. <laughs> hey, I looked at an interview, uh -huh. and Remy Ma said first year that she was in prison, mm. Papoos went to the prison every mm. day mm. to visit her. Mm. See that boys? That's that's. See that when, what man have you ever known to do that? Not a oh, lot. oh, you in prison? I, I'm telling you straight up. Oh, you in prison? Oh, mm -hmm. uh, okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna call you right back. All right, let's go. Let's. Like, what we doing, Shorty? <laughs> we going to the movie because that that's just that's how that's, I get down. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. When you gone, you gone. I, yeah. My girl I, asked me if I die, mm -hmm. how long you gonna wait? Ten minutes. <laughs> the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> we lit. I'm waiting. Crash. It might be the wait. <laughs> It might be the wait after the wait. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I mean, I mean, <laughs> go back, though. Uh, is there any other event that we nah, we'll I think, think that's a good note to end on. I think uh, yeah. people enjoy that one. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I really enjoy episode five. You yeah, know, we, we are five, doing man. our thing. Yes, Kev. sir. Yes, sir. And I, I just want to know that. Uh, we are gonna. I did promise interviews. I am gonna get those interviews. We're gonna get them soon. We're you. gonna get them soon. We for just, sure. We for just sure. like our vibe. I like our vibe. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We, we doing us. us. You know what I mean? Hey, it's number five, Daddy's Day Out, man. Podcast. Yeah. Thanks. And we out.